Okay, we are at the very bottom of that. Hey, I'm a bet. Back to the halachic discussions of the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentioned Ezehu Katan, Kolshini Yachol Yakovak Tevoshal Aviv. So we had a discussion that a Katan should be uh, brought, right? The Mishnah said. We flip back to the Mishnah here. And then Machloka Beisham Ben Hillel, right? We said a Katan is exempt. But who is a katan? So, so uh, Beishamah says a kid who is not old enough to ride on his father's shoulders. And Ben Hillel says a person is not old enough to hold his dad's hand and go and walk up to Yerushalayim. If you did reach those abilities, then you wouldn't have an obligation. Okay, that's what we saw also, right? The Baraita, which said a katan is called a rabbi a katan. And we said that it's a higia lichin yochana higia lichin. Okay, so the Gemara says, Matkipla Rabbi Zeres, Rabbi Zeres asked a kasha. Remember, Matkipla has always had logical questions. Uh, here we go. I don't get it. If we're talking about Aliyah Lavrego and people live all throughout the country, so you're saying the kid isn't able to ride his shoulders or walk with the, you know, walk with the dad. Well, tell now who brought the kid. I mean, how'd the kid get that far? But only if you can't walk in Yerushalayim to hire buy it. How'd the kid get that in the verse? But look at Rashi. Ad Yerushalayim, mi havio. Velo, mishu liyo to the chus mi'imo. So, so the, the standard is going from Yerushalayim to Harabai, but who brought the kid to Yerushalayim? So Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Ad Hacha de Machayva Imei B'Simcha Aitita Imei. Until this point, until the point of Yerushalayim, where his mother is also obligated, she's obligated in Simcha. Look at Rashi again, Machayva B'Simcha La Lot Laregel V'Yismach Bachagim Baala. Right, she has to come up to do Aliyah Laregel and to rejoice in the holiday with her husband. That women are obligated also because it says you should rejoice you in your house. And we say that the house means your wife. So again, back in the Gemara, so the woman was obligated, so she brings him. Right? Uh, so, um, uh, right. If he can go up and hold his dad's hand and, uh, and go to your harabai, it's then great. If not, he's butter. That's Okay, so the Gemara says, "Heishiv Rebbe Tacha Beit Hillel Adiver Beit Shammai." So Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe didn't know. He wanted to give a response on behalf of Beit Hillel for Beit Shammai. Why is it about walking as opposed to riding the shoulders? It says in the pasuk of Shmuel Aleph, "The Chana Lo Alata Ki Amrali Isha Adigamela Narva Viotiv." The Chana did not come to Shiloh at the time. She said, because she was said to her husband, "I'm going to wait till the child is weaned and then I'll bring him." Ve'ashmuel the Yachol Le'Kovak Tevo Shalavi Vavava. Shmuel was old enough to ride his father's shoulders. So that's the argument against Beit Shama. You see that there, they, we have evidence in Tanakh that we didn't do this. Amrle, Avu, uh, so Rebbe's father said, Velita Meich, but according to your reasoning, take Shilachana Gufa, Milo Machaiva Besimcha, you can ask Akashu Bi, Chana herself, why isn't she going? Doesn't she have the obligation of Simcha, as we just discussed? Ela Chana, Mifankuta Yeterta, Chazu Bebishmuel. So rather, it must be that Chana saw Mifankuta Yeterta, she was more Mifunak, that Shmuel was very Mifunak, he's very uh, delicate or spoiled. Uh, in a certain sense, v'chashabei b'shmuel l'chol shal de'orcha. So she was very concerned b'shmuel about weakness of the road, meaning the travel would be too much for him, and that's why she didn't come. And therefore, you can't bring any type of proof about b'shamei or b'hillel from this case because she she stayed home with him and uh, didn't bring him at all. Okay, the Gemara says as follows. By Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon asked the following question: Katan chiger l'divrei b'shamei v'suma l'divrei shnehem mao. Right, what if you have the following scenario? Okay. 
a child who's a katan, who's a chiger. He's lame, but according to Beit Shammai, so Beit Shammai says you have to ride the father's shoulder, so being lame doesn't really matter. Or the kid's blind, according to both Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. What's the din? So if you look at Rashi here, I think he says something. If I'm mistaken. Uh, yeah, look at Rashi. So the kids are to obviously you're not going to have to do it because the kid can't walk anyways. who says you're obligated to uh, educate the child or train the child when he, when he can ride their shoulders. Do they need to have chinuch or not? Presumably, the Gemara says, What's the case, says the Gemara? Every time about a kid who's lame, where there's no hope of straightening out, literally, it means that he won't be healed, or a Sumba who won't be able to uh, develop sight. So, so now, as an adult, he'll be exempt, right? The Sumba is going to be exempt, the Chigar is going to be exempt. So, you have to ask a question about Katan. Of course, there's no point in training a Katan to not be able to do the mitzvah later. So, so the question is, when it comes to a chigar who will be able to, to later on be healed, and a, a kid who's per, t- t- uh, temporarily blind, but in the future perhaps will gain his eyesight, so what's the halacha? So so Rabbi says, no. The standard is that whenever the gadol in that particular status will be obligated to right, so Midorabana we have a responsibility to Mimichayach the child. But if the, if the adult is not going to be a, 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 a the adult will be Pater Midoraita, then there's no need to educate the child in this particular uh, time. Okay? Okay. Now, uh, the Gemara says as follows: Beishami Omer Haraya Haraya Ushtei Kasev Chudus. We had another machlok about the amount of money that the korban Raya and the korban Chagiga uh, uh, are uh, worth. So Beishami said that the korban Raya, the Ola, is two Kasev or two Maot, and the Shami uh, Simcha is going to be one. And well, and the and the and Hillel says the opposite. So Tana Rabbanu Beishami Omer Haraya Ushtei Kasev Chagiga Maa Kasev. Okay, so the Riyah is two, and the Chagiga is one. Sha'ariyah ola kula legavoa, masha enkin bechagiga, because the Riyah, it goes all up to heaven. Okay, it's all burnt, right? It's all the korban ola. As opposed to the Chagiga, it's only, uh, it's going to be eaten mostly by the uh, by the person, and uh, therefore only has to be one. The Ode, furthermore, matzinu be'atzeret. We have a, a, a precedent, we find a case in the case of atzeret, meaning Chag HaShavuot, Shariba mehena katu be'olod, yotemim v'shlamin. You see, the Torah requires more korbanot ola, more than korban shlamin. If you look at Rashi here, matzinu be'atzeret, be'parshat shoro kesef, says v'hikravtem ala lechem, shib'at kvasim t'mimim upar ben bakar echad be'ilim shnayim yu'ola l'ashem. So you have seven uh, sheep and a uh, and a cow, and you have two rams. That's all the korbanola. Uchtiv u'shnei kvasim and eshnalas. Everyone's two sheep. 
for the Zevach Shlamim. So, wow, it's way more for the Ola. So, that's the president. So, you should spend more on the Korban Ola, says Beishalmai, than the Korban Shlamim. It's the reverse. Why? He says, the model is that the Chagiga is a more significant Korban because it existed before the Dibor. I mean, before the Dibor, it means before Matan Torah, Rashi says. Because if you look in the story in Parsha Mishpatim, and Rashi gets the whole thing here about uh, Parakavdala of Sefer Shmod is uh, an example of a Mukto Muhar Torah, even though it's after the uh, the story of uh, Har Sinai, it happened before. And you see, they brought Korbanot, and what Korbanot do they bring? They brought Korban um, Shlamim, Shlamim. So that has a precedent because so that shows that Shlamim is more significant than Korban Ola, and therefore you give more money for the Korban Chagiga, which is a Shlamim. Okay. So also you have the case of the Nesim. We just ran in Hanukkah, right? The Nesim brought Korbanot as a Hanukkah to Mizbeach, and they also had much more Shlamim than Olot. Rashi, if you want to... Uh, ex- uh, explains also that uh, that issue. Okay, the question is about my time in the army Okay, so both of them have sort of these nice uh, precedents and ideas. So why does why does Beit not hold like Beit Shammai? Says the Ka'amar Re'iya Adifa to Ola Kula Legavoa. Right, he said that uh, Re'iya is better because it all goes up to Shammai. And that's what Beit Shammai's logic was. Adaraba, so it's just the opposite. Chagiga Adifa to Itva Shtei Achilot. Chagiga is better because there's two eatings, meaning two different participants. Participants uh, partake of the korban. Hakadosh Baruch Hu partakes of the korban through the mizbeach, and the uh, owner gets to have part of the korban. Okay, so, the, so, so it's better to have the it's a question of priorities, right? But that's better. And if, um, how about the point that Beisham and maybe we should derive from uh, Shavuot that there's more korbanot Ola than Shlamin? You would answer Danin korban korban You have to if you want to learn something out, you can compare the korban yachid, the individual's korban, the nesiim's korban to the korban that we're bringing. But the, the case of Shavuot, those are korbanot sibor, those are communal sacrifices. That's not something that we necessarily derive from. Ubechami, my time in Lomer Kibit Hillel. So the same question in reverse. Why is Bechami not saying Hillel? Tika Amar Chagiga Difa Diyeshna Lifnei Hadibor. For the thing that you said that Chagiga is preferable because it existed before the Dibor. Riyanami Yeshna Lifia Dibor. He says no. Riyah also was uh, existed at that at situation in Matan Torah. There were also korbanot Allah. Okay, there were also korbanot Allah. Um, one second. I think it says here. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Um, uh, how about the point of right there? Maybe you've learned that from the Nesim. Meaning, if you want to make a derivation, you should derive from something that is going to be practiced for all time. Okay? The Nesim's Korban is not practiced for all time, so we'll use Atzeret as a model as opposed to the Nesim. Okay. Ubehilo says, my shna chagiga hadibor. So Behilo says, what's so unusual about the chagiga, or sort of what stands out about the chagiga that we identify that that existed before the dibor? Dichlibat says, vayisbechu zebachim shalamim. Ah, so shalamim is a key word there, right? That they offered, there's a shmo perak they offered shalamim. Re'iyanami, but also, it says, haktiv vayalu olot. It says they brought olot. Olot also sounds like a korban ola. So what's going on here? And he pick one of the other. Kamar says, kasabri bedhilal ola sheikribi yishal b'midbar ola tamid havai. So Behilal says, no, there was an ola there, of course. I can't deny that. But that was not an ola that an individual brings. That was a korban tamid. Okay, that they're bringing, I guess, before Matan Torah still, and before the Mishkan, but nonetheless, it was a Korban Tamid. Again, that's a communal sacrifice, which is different. Okay? 
Um, that's what Rashi says here. Olat tamid havai chovat kol yom vayom velo garmin mina. It was an, an obligation for every single day. There was always a korban tamid. Apparently, says Beit Hillel in the Midbar, and even before Matan Torah, which is kind of a wild idea. But because of that, you can't derive anything special based on our understanding. Beit Hillel, excuse me, Beit Shammai Sabrei olat sheikrivi shalbi nivar olat riyahu havai. Excuse me. They said no. The olat that was in the Midbar, meaning at heart, uh, meaning Midbar there means at, at Har Sinai, was the olat riyah. Okay, so Amar Abai, Abai wants to know, summarize who holds what opinion, and we'll see a bunch of opinions here. Abai says, Beit Shammai, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shmael, Kulu, Sfirlu, Ola, Sheikri, Vishal, Bamidbar, Ola, Tariya, Habai. So that's Abai is saying, there's all these different Tanaim who hold that's Ola, Tariya. Abai Hilov, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Yosef, Aglili, Kulu, Sfirlu, Ola, Sheikri, Vishal, Bamidbar, Ola, Tamid, Habai. Okay, so there, it's a big, it's a big discussion among the Tanaim what the nature of the Ola that was in the Midbar was an Ola Tamid, which is Beit Hillel and Hizab and his uh, team, and uh, or, or was it Ola Tariya, which is Beit Shammai and his team? Or just read one more, a couple more words. Beit Shammai had Amran. So Beit Shammai just will be just right now. That's his. You know, he explains it, and we'll go on to see. Rabbi Shmuel will see. We'll bring a brayta uh, tomorrow, Pesach Shem, which will show us the different uh, the different Tanaim and how they understood the nature of the carbon Ola in the Midbar.